Welcome to the Spook Train. It's uh, it's October. That's why I said that. And also, you know what's spooky? What? That I'm doing the intro. Oh my gosh! It's crazy. So spooky. I don't have anything else spooky. In fact, um, Arkansas State didn't play football this week, and that's the spookiest thing is when they do play because they're god awful. You want to know what's even spookier? Um, ghosts, ghouls, goblins, zombies, vampires. Correct in all these things. Werewolves. Yes. I, who care nothing of football or sports, was in Fayetteville this weekend, where the University of Arkansas plays. Yeah, and they lost. Yeah, they did. I wasn't watching Yeah, them. suck it. I was in the middle of the woods near there. Yeah, well, they lost anyway, so who Yay, cares? Yay, who cares? They've lost three straight. Man, they were doing so good there for a minute, I think. Yeah, they were ranked in the top ten, and I said... That's not going to last. As, and it sure didn't. It didn't they're, last. They're I gone. I think they're unranked now. Anyway. Wow. How how quickly to fall from glory. Well, you lose three straight. That's going to happen. That, they may they may still be ranked. I don't even know. I just know Alabama's number four and it's garbage and proves the rankings are bad. Anyway, uh, let's, let's talk about the story. Yeah, because it's going to be long again. All right, so uh, this is part two of the Arkansas Hitchhike Killer. Uh, so quick recap of what happened towards the end of last week's episode. And you mean two weeks ago? It's been two weeks. Two week, Last episode. Okay. Which was two weeks ago. A fortnight ago. A fortnight. Um, basically, they got him. Yeah. They caught Red Hall. Yep. They're like, we know you did the thing, uh-huh. and uh, we're going we're gonna to throw you in the jail. And he, they basically are like, he he's going like I I didn't do nothing. You right. can't prove it. Yeah. Just like a character at the end of those detective shows. I'm sure. It's like ah. oh oh that's a good story, but you don't have any proof, you detective. Don't have any proof that I did that. And then they go check out this 38 revolver that is we I found in your, your room. Fingerprints all over it. It was in your room, and it's the same gun used to kill some people. So anyway, he goes. You got me. Yep, you did it. I I've I've been had. So. We're going to run through his confessions. Oh, my gosh. Confessions. Oh, yeah, because oh, he... Uh, plural. He's he's suspected of multiple killings here. Oh, okay. His wife and uh, several people okay. who he had Duped. hitchhiked and then robbed and murdered. Yes. So... Let us, let us begin. We talk, First of all, we're going to talk about Faye, who is his wife. Yes. Uh, he says that he took her to the Old River Road near the Riverside Golf Course... Which is, uh, it's near a river, as you'd imagine, <laughs> Old River Road. And oh, is it? he says he beat her to death with his bare hands. Oh my gosh. What a bad dude. Agreed. Um, Carl Hamilton, who was the bootlegger mm-hmm. from Southern Arkansas. Oh yeah. He said that he had gone down to meet him with the idea that he was going to rob him. And... When Red pulled uh, the forty-five that belonged to a different person, mm-hmm. as you'll recall, mm-hmm. it was in that guy's car that he borrowed. It was a forty-five. Yes. He pulled it. And ah, he says that Hamilton yeah. pulled a thirty-eight. Remember? Yes, it was weird. It, it was like this seems these murders seem similar, but different guns. So right. maybe they're not. It's because he used a forty-five and he stole that thirty-eight. Gotcha. That thirty-eight becomes the murder weapon ah, in the future. Okay, makes sense now. Yeah. Um, 
for E.C. Adams, who is the guy from Kansas who was moving to Camden, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. He's going to work at a munitions factory, um, and his family's going to come down later, that whole deal. Um, he says that he flagged him down when he was in Little Rock, which checks out with what detectives had pretty much surmised was if he picked anybody up, it was between Little Rock and Camden, mm-hmm. or wherever he was found. Probably in Little Rock. And you also remember that uh, Adams had uh, previously been robbed by a hitchhiker, and that's why his so his family is like he that doesn't make sense that he'd pick up another hitchhiker because he's been robbed before. Right. That doesn't that seems silly. Why he would learned, he do that? He learned his lesson. Well, he felt pity on Red because it was February. It was like twenty degrees or something outside. A little chilly. And Red knew he'd get somebody to pick him up because. They would feel sorry for him being all cold and he's hunkered down and stuff. Shivering and holding himself. Yeah. mm -hmm. So E.C. Adams picked him up. He rode with E.C. Adams to uh, just about four dice. And that's when he pulled the 38 that he had stolen. He he already had it on him. He had 38 at this point. Okay. The one he had stolen from the man he killed with the 45. The 45 belonged to Blaine, the other convict. So now he's got his own gun that he doesn't have to borrow from somebody's car. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Lesson learned. Don't leave your gun in a car that you're going to let somebody borrow. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Um, So he gets him to pull over the car, marches him 30 yards off the the highway, and shoots him in the head. Uh, Red makes off with $26, two watches, and the suitcase. And Red sold one of the watches to a pawn store down in Alexandria, Louisiana. Wow, he made it pretty far. And the other one was uh, had an engraving with uh, his initials, E.C. Adams' mm-hmm. initials. Mm-hmm. So he figured he probably couldn't sell that without having it tracked back to him very yeah. easily. Yeah. So he just tossed it. Oh, good. Yeah, cool stuff. Um, the suitcase had cigarettes in it, which uh, Red sold. He didn't smoke. And he, he said... He made a lot of money. Yeah. Probably, I, uh, yeah, probably not. They didn't tax them as hard as they do now. So, like, cigarettes are super cigarettes. expensive now. Yeah, they're probably just like, hey, I roll these myself. Well, they're they're probably just handing them off to like six year olds, being like, smoke up, boy. Six-year-olds. We're just giving these away. Yeah, we're like drug dealers. We're gonna we're gonna get you hooked, so you have to keep coming back. Keep coming back, just like in the movies. That probably doesn't really happen I, very often. I don't anyway, know. I don't, I don't know. know. That that seems like a movie or TV thing. That seems like a thing from an afternoon special, special where they're yeah. like, they're going to give you free crack and then you, you're going to be addicted and you're going to keep coming back. And I don't know if that's how that happens. Maybe sometimes. That was a chair. Sorry. Um, and if you recall, there were two alarm clocks that he had, uh, E.C. Adams. And yes. he sold one of them uh, to Kareen, who is the woman that had like a, big, a package that uh, Red had sent her and it contained some of the items that were missing from E.C. Adams, including that alarm clock. And the other one, he said he sold it to a stranger on the streets of Little Rock. Just like, here you go. Hey, buddy, you want you you an alarm, alarm clock? clock? I got this. It's not Don't even ask about it. at all. I'll give you a deal. I won't even charge sales tax. I'm really trying to get rid of it here. Um, so then we go to Doyle Mulheron, who was the, uh, the truck driver. What an Irish name. Mulheron. Doyle Mulheron. It makes me with well, if it being Irish, it makes me it's like Mulheron, Mulheron or something weird like Mulheron. Um, what's what's his name? 
Um, why can't I think of his name? The actor, uh, Donald Gleason. Oh yeah. Where he's like the H is just, just there Looks to like confuse Americans Dom, or something. Domin Hall. Domin Hall. But yeah, it's just Donald, and he says the H is there to confuse Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, so Red hitchhiked to Humnoak, which is where Mulheron ended up picking him up. When they were near Stuttgart, Red pulled the gun on Mulheron and made him stop. And then, similarly to Adams, he forced him to march away from the vehicle and then shot him in the head. Wow. And Red took four billfolds and a purse from him. Uh, This is money he collected from doing deliveries because he's a truck driver. Mm. And uh, he took some checks and the empty billfolds and just threw those in a ditch because it's like, these billfolds are empty. I don't need them. Mm -hmm. Toss them in a ditch. These checks, I can't take these. Toss them in a ditch. That's what I do with all my problems. Toss it in a ditch. ditch. Yep. There's one in my backyard. I just toss it in a ditch. Just toss it back there. If anybody's looking for anything from Andrew's house, it's in the ditch. Yeah, it's like trash. I, and trash days passed, throw it in the ditch. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, accidental dead body, throw, throw it in the ditch. Throw it in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that because otherwise it'll uh, back clog up. Clog up, yeah. It'll clog up my ditch and into my neighbor's yard. And he already complains about that some. So anyway, I have to like make sure the leaves don't get into the thing. <laughs> It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, he, uh, Red, then drives Mulheron's truck through Stuttgart and then leaves it by some railroad tracks, which is, uh, that's where they found it. Mm-hmm. And then he hitchhiked all the way back to Little Rock, because that's where he lived. Mm-hmm. J.D. Newcomb Jr., um, for this one, he took a bus from Little Rock to Levy, which is uh, part of Little of North Little Rock these days. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. It used to be its own separate town. Yes. Now it's just an area of North Little Rock. Okay. Um, and he hitched a ways before being given a ride by Newcomb. And Red pulled his gun, forced Newcomb to stop the car. Newcomb jumped out of the car to try and escape, but Red grabbed him by his coattail, and they had a fight. They struggled, and uh, Red ends up winning the struggle, forces him in the back seat, and shoots him. Wow. And Red also mentions that he saw somebody, like, drive by and slow down when they were having their fight, and then that person just drove on. Ah. I mean, what were they going to do? Probably nothing. Get shot. I don't know. Uh, probably, yeah. So then he uh, he drives the car through uh, north through Conway, mm-hmm. looking for a body of water to put Newcomb's body. Hey, there's one near Conway. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, the book actually mentions, like, there's, like, the river and a lake mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um yeah, he he drives past Heber Springs and blows out a tire, and that's when he kind of like just decides to sort of give up, drives through a fence and into the woods, steals Newcomb's money, watch, and coat, and then sets the car on fire. God, this man. Uh, they asked him, these police officers, these detectives, they're like, did you kill anybody else though? Like, maybe some other people? He says, no. Oh, wait. But then he's like, yeah. Oh, back oh. in 1938, <laughs> Oh yeah, when I was 17, he says, he killed a black woman in Salina, Kansas. What? Why? Uh, he claimed that he was coming back from a date when he was in Salina, because he, he went to Salina, Kansas, and he worked on like a farm for a while. Mm-hmm. One of his weird, like, I'm just going to go off to a place for a while. Um, he says that he met this woman after the fact, and she drew a knife and tried to rob him, <clears throat> and then he beat her to death. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call Bull. Yeah? Yeah. Could be. 
Oh, okay. But it probably is. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. What? okay. Um, so the uh, they decide they're gonna go try and uh, find where Faye's body is. Try, try. Did you he know. tell them where it was? He told them, but they were like gonna take him out there to see if he could. Because I mean, it's like it's out in these woods somewhere. Right. 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 Great. Cool. It's, it's a lot be, of expanse. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So, and it took them a while to get out there because there were heavy rains and stuff. Um, during the ride, they asked Red if uh, Faye suspected he would kill her, and he's like, I, I don't think so. I was like, I, I feel like she would have. But maybe uh-huh. I don't know. And when they asked him if he felt bad, he also said no. <gasps> just like, what no, good, she, she was just guy. in my way. What a good guy. Yeah, very cool guy. And they had, like, trouble finding... They get out there near the river, and they're having trouble finding where Red thinks he put her or whatever. It's been a while. Yeah. He's like... He said things, like, look different than uh, when he was there. Which, I mean, that that would happen, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't how, know. How long had it been? Oh, gosh. Years? It's been, like, maybe a year or so. Okay, okay. Like, not super long, but long enough that if you don't go there a lot, you know, it's going to look real different. Right. So, uh, he also said that he, he didn't bury her. He just, like, left, left her. Well, that doesn't bode well. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he was, he was basically like, I, I just left her there because I figured, like, animals would get her and right, you know, right. drag her off. Take and also, it flooded there a lot. He figured that would happen. But it hadn't flooded since that point in time. So, um, while they're searching... A man named Cecil Foster, who lived in the area, he uh, he sees all these people wandering about, and he's like, what y'all doing? And they're like, we're looking for a dead body. And he's like, oh, cool cool thing. I found part of a skull in the woods three months ago. What? And he didn't tell anybody for some reason. And he's like, yeah, I also saw a jawbone in that area, but left it. And again, didn't tell anybody. What? <laughs> what a weird thing. Um, so it looked like, vaguely human, so I figured it was okay. I mean, he had like the main part of the skull, so what? like and he was just like, "Yeah, this is just mine." I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was I, a different time, I, I guess. It was a different time. It sounds like even then they were like, "Why didn't you tell anybody, though?" Yeah, you know. It seems like a thing somebody should know about, huh? Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I remember where I found it. Just follow me." So they get there and they find that jawbone he mentioned, mm-hmm. and they search around some more and they find ribs thigh bone shin bone they found brown hair whoa like phase parts of a red dress which she was wearing that night that she disappeared and they found her shoes the ones that she had complained about and uh but they never found the jewelry or purse that she would have had interesting and, hmm. yeah wonder where it went yeah exactly he said red says he didn't steal them <laughs> okay, sure. but you know um fam- uh phase family learns about what happened? Yeah. Uh, they basically say, like, uh, you know, Red, he's not going to feel any pain when when he gets his, you know. Oh. So that's kind of annoying to them. Yeah. That when, she suffered. When yeah. When their daughter went through so much, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost there's, guaranteed. There's no quick way to be beat to death, no. I'm pretty sure. No. Um, but, yeah. Could they tell when they autopsied, you know, her remains that... They had an idea, like, um, she had an overlapping tooth thing that was very distinctive, and mm-hmm. that was present on the jawbone. Gotcha. But there was also, like, the hair was similar, and the red dress was, the red dress was, like, distinctive. 
gotcha. looking. Like okay. it, had, it had like very different buttons than normal, apparently, okay. is one of the things they mentioned. So they knew it was her. Yeah, they're, they're like, this is almost certainly her, and Red is like, Telling this is where, her, yeah. this is roughly where I was. Could they confirm her manner of death or like cause of death that he had, I mean, like, did she have any like fractures or anything? I don't know if they had that capability at the time, okay. necessarily. Okay. And of course, it doesn't sound like they res- recovered a full full skeleton. No, because like skeletal remains. Yeah, the way it sounds is it's not like they found a skeleton like fully formed, right? Like a Halloween skeleton or something. It was like scattered. And animals, a bit. animals had probably come in. Animals, weather, everything. Yeah, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Uh, newspapers are going to have a fun time with this one because it's a big weird story. It you is know? A, very convoluted. And newspapers still mattered because it was you know. It, it wasn't 20 years ago. It right. was even longer. Yeah. Uh, they put out information about some of the missing items that uh, like Hall had uh, taken from victims. Uh-huh. See if like any of them would turn up somewhere. Yeah. Like one man's like, hey, I bought a clock off a guy in Little Rock. Off and, the streets. And they're like, oh, that's not the same clock though. Uh-huh. But then another man called with the same story essentially. And it's like, that is the clock. <laughs> And it even has the dude's name on it. What? So they found they found that guy's clock. What about the watch? Uh, we'll get to the watch. Okay. Uh, that one that was sold. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and the man who had the clock even was like, "Yeah, that redhead guy. He's the one who sold it to me." <laughs> I remember na- him. Was his name Red? Oh <laughs> he my! He probably gosh. didn't even know his name. He was just like, "This is some big redheaded man." Sounds sounds right. Yeah, people who knew Red, for the most part, were kind of, like, very surprised because, you know, I don't know anybody who, I don't know a single person that I know where if it turned out they were a serial killer, I'd just be like, yeah, it makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, really. (laughs) There's there's You don't want to be friends with those people. Yeah, if there was anybody like that, I would not be friends with them. That is correct, yeah. But, like, if if it turned out, I was like, that's shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, his old landlady was flabbergasted because uh she she lived under the same roof as a cold-blooded killer and as you'll recall uh she she was even like i even left my door unlocked with it <laughs> like oh, oh no um his co-workers thought he was kind of weird but you know a nice guy and he would help out when when they needed help and stuff like that nothing crazy yeah but his old schoolmates they mentioned were like no he sucked we never liked him <laughs> He's always looking for a fight. He was kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew and, what was up. Yeah. Um, a man from North Little Rock, uh, which is north of the One True City, mm-hmm. separated sense. by a river. Cheers. Yeah. Kind of like Memphis. The Ar- Memphis. What? Memphis, West Memphis. Kind of, but not really. Because uh-huh. West Memphis, there's like that gap between it, you know? No. Like you don't, uh, if you're in downtown Memphis and you look across the Mississippi, you don't see West Memphis downtown. Yeah. Whereas like Little Rock downtown and North Little Rock downtown, you Pace see them. each other. Yeah. yeah. It's cool stuff. It's like a, a, a farmland gap. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So it's like, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I give it to Nobody's going to be like, hey, let's just walk across the river and go hang out in West Memphis. For one, because it's West Memphis. But you know, yeah, what are you going to do? Don't go there. Uh, yeah. Man in North Little Rock, he's like, I recognize this picture of red in the newspaper uh, I gave him a ride the day that Mulheron was murdered. He said that Hall seemed nervous the whole time, wouldn't sit still, and uh, he he says that he bought some cigarettes from Red. 
which are probably stolen. It's the cigarettes, man. Uh, he stopped at a store near Little Rock saying that he had a headache and needed to rest. And he did this because he was suspicious of Red. He was like, I need to get this guy away. Good so, call. So Red ends up leaving that guy because they're in this public area and gets on a bus and goes wherever. And uh, and Red, he's like, yeah, that is that. Yeah, I knew that guy. I got a ri- I remember getting a ride from him. Mm-hmm. Thought about robbing him. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my gosh. But didn't. So, after helping to find Faye's remains, uh, Red was granted two requests. He wanted the $24 that he had when he was arrested so he could buy some fruit and a Bible. Hmm. And he said he wanted to, pre- he, he was like, I want to prepare to go to heaven. Good luck. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm confident in my salvation. It's like, yeah, should you be though? Mm. I mean, I guess I don't make these decisions, but also you don't. So maybe don't be so confident. Yeah. Maybe you step back a little bit, bro. You did just kill a bunch of people. You're being a little cocky here. Yeah, being a little bit confident. So they uh, they take Red down to Stuttgart. And he's going to walk them through when he murdered Dual Moheran. Mm-hmm. Um, on the way there, he's like commenting on hitchhikers they see and being like, they ain't getting picked up. They ain't as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> I I got the charm, baby. He must. I, obviously, he did, I guess. like It seems like he was fairly charming to people. Yeah. Until they knew him too well. Yeah. His, like his classmates are like, no way, man. That guy's the worst. Yeah. Um, says he had some difficulty finding the exact spot where he killed Mulheron, uh, partially because it had been really rainy recently. Mm. So like the ditch is higher and r- some of the roads are even flooded and stuff. And they went to like a a storm sewer where they're like, these are this is where I threw uh, Mulheron's keys to his truck mm-hmm. threw him in there and get rid of him they didn't find him they didn't find him uh, and they learned that the drain had actually just been cleaned out oh so well uh they're gone yeah they're like we could they're like you can go to the whatever the trash dump and look for it and they're like no okay, i don't think we're going you. to <laughs> thank you um and they have a similar deal where they they look for um where he said he threw the wallets. They don't find those. And it's in another storm drain. And he's, they're just like, we're not finding these. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. Uh, the next day, they have him retrace the murder of J.D. Newcomb Jr. Um, he's the one who they found in the car that was set on fire. He mentions uh, how he had been looking for a body of water to put him. And... Um, Basically, he, he there's a part where he crosses a bridge over the Little Red River, and he says he thought about getting rid of the body there, but said it was too close to town. Hmm. Like, he might get caught or whatever. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and, yeah. So, does that. They He points out where they he blew out the tire to uh, the, the Oldsmobile, and, which is part of where he had to change plans, and so he mm-hmm. never goes to a river. And just does the thing where it sets the car on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they're driving through and stuff, they actually stop at the courthouse in Heber Springs. And there's like a big crowd of like hundreds of people there. Just like wanting to look at him. Weird. Just gawking. Oh. And uh, there was even one man there who was holding a noose. <gasps> he got chased off. They're like, they get out of here. You can't do that stuff. They're like, go and get. Can't do that. Even though he's an awful person. So Let the law it. handle it. That's right. Uh, yeah, it says that Red seemed to enjoy the attention. I bet he did. Yeah. Uh, so then they take another trip down to Alexandria, Louisiana, 
to further corroborate confessions he's made. Um, and they saw it as an opportunity to try and uh, get some of those things that he had stolen because mm-hmm. he went to this pond. He like sold it there. Right. Um, but first they stopped at uh, near Four Dice where uh, Red talked about the murder of E.C. Adams, mm-hmm. guy from Kansas, mm-hmm. and says that like, after he had murdered him, he took uh, Adams' suitcase and placed the stolen items in it and then hitched ride to Camden and then showed them the pool hall where he left the suitcase. Like, I just left it there. So probably somebody was like, neat suitcase anyway. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows where that would go. Who knows? Um, so they go down to Alexandria. They go to the jewelry store where Red had sold Adams' watch and a ring with a snake and Hindu design on it. Whose was that? So that's that's a good question. We actually don't know. It's oh, a mystery. Is there another person? He cl- he claims he claims he bought it, mm. and, and they're like, mm. and of course, with everything else, it's like, sure you did, bud. Mm-hmm. So they get there to the store. The store owner recognizes Red Hall, uh, saying that Hall had tried to pawn the items, but the store wasn't licensed as a pawn shop. So Red then gives this sob story says his name is H.L. Wills, and he is from a place called Bunky, Louisiana, and he needed the money for his friend that Bunky. had been arrested for running a red light. Bunky. Bunky. It's up there with, like, Marmaduke. Mar- you can't say it in a anything but a hillbilly accent. Marmaduke. Nope. You said it, Whatever you said was not Marmaduke. It's, it's not the you're right You're not mar- talking about the same town. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Marmalade. Marmaduke. So Marmaduke, this guy, so he's like, I'm from Bunky, Louisiana. Bunky. I need this money for my friend. He's been arrested. And he agreed to pay the, uh, the store owner agrees to pay $25 to Red mm-hmm. with the idea being that Red would return and buy them back at the same price. But obviously he never returned. Go figure. So uh, when they tried to get the watch, they said it had been loaned out to a customer while his was being repaired. But they would send it back to Little Rock whenever it was returned. Did they get it? I believe they did. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah. So like, yeah, Red's like, I'll totally pay you back. Don't even worry about it. And not, uh, obviously he just runs off and never comes back. <laughs> or at least tried to never come back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nobody knows where this ring came from. He says he bought it in Little Rock. But that seems wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're driving back to Little Rock from Louisiana... Red says something real strange. He says, there were others. (gasps) And so they're like, what do you mean? He says, I killed others before Faye and the other four people Mm -hmm. who are these victims. Um, And they're like, okay, like how many? He says, a dozen came to his mind. A dozen? He says, there's a man in Texas that he had killed in December. I don't believe him. And he, he also he's making it up. I don't believe him. He's making it up. <laughs> he also claimed that he killed ten Mexicans in Arizona in nineteen thirty eight. Well that wasn't nice. No. And he said that there were more than that. They asked how many, and this is a weird way to phrase it, which is why I made sure to write it down. He said it was nearer twenty four than twelve. Oh. Which is okay. a weird way to maybe, say a thing. Maybe me, to mean like two dozen versus a dozen. I guess so. But it's just a strange way to say it. It's like... Why didn't you just say two dozen versus a dozen? What's the price? Near a hundred than one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's 50 and a penny at least. I know that. All right. Great. What a weird thing. 
And he said that if he told them about all the people he'd killed, they wouldn't believe him. Just like Caitlin already doesn't believe him. I don't believe him. He's he's liking these field trips. I don't believe him. Could be. Uh, so now they're like, okay, is there, there are like a bunch of cold cases out there we got to yeah. deal with yeah. and like start calling other people. Uh, so they start taking his fingerprints and send them off to other states to see if they can find any matches. Mm-hmm. And they actually like, they're having trouble keeping up with, because there's a bunch of other people who've been killed potentially by hitchhikers in Oklahoma or Texas or Kansas or wherever. People killed by hitchhikers? Yes. Okay. Um, Not people killing the hitchhikers. Right. Okay. And uh, so they're, they're sending those fingerprints off and you can't just like digitally do it, I guess. Back then you got to, nope. we're going to put this in the mail or whatever. Yep. Some Somebody's going to ride a horse to Salina, Kansas. I don't know. <laughs> or trained. I think trains were around by then. Ah, maybe. Okay. They had cars also. That's how he's hitchhiking. So you just oh, use a car. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is, this don't is worry the, about this it. This is 1940s. Right. Don't even worry about we it. Had, we literally had airplanes even. We were using them to bomb German cities. Yeah. That <laughs> we was. We could do that. That was sad. So um, there's some officers come from Seminole, Oklahoma. And they're like, maybe uh, Red killed this guy named Jim Owen. Been murdered back in 1940. And um, there were four murders also around Miami, Oklahoma, which were similar to the ones that Hall had did in Arkansas. Miami, Oklahoma. Uh, I'll have you know, Miami, Oklahoma is the capital of the Miami tribe. Caitlin, you insensitive jackass. Well, what about Miami, <laughs> Florida? Is there what Miami- about it? I don't know. Is there Miami tribe down there? I don't know what they named it after. Okay. Probably a tribe. Probably the same tribe. The Miami, that, that's a pretty far stretch. The Miami tribe is originally from like Ohio and Indiana. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a why, big stretch. You know the Miami University that Kelly goes to in the office when yeah. she thinks she's going to Florida? Yeah. It's named after oh. that tribe. Fun fact. And then they obviously uh, got moved to Oklahoma by the feds. And yeah, you know, with, there with you all, go. With all that stuff. Yeah. You can read a different book about that or listen to a different podcast. Ooh, Lord. But yeah, Miami, Oklahoma, capital of the Miami tribe. Fun fact I know. Okay. So they they go to him about those and he's like, I don't have anything. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So they, uh, they get a telegraph sent to inquire about a murder in Calvert, Texas, where a man had been murdered in a grocery store, robbed of his money and a watch. And Hall is like, I've never even been to Calvert, Texas. All right, great. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Rangers come up and question Hall about six unsolved murders that had occurred in 1938. There was uh, a double homicide in Van Horn, Texas, and then there were two different couples who had been murdered in New Mexico. Hmm. And Hall is like, I don't know anything about any of those. Mm-hmm. And he was asked about some murders in Arkansas. There's one in Searcy County, one in Pulaski County, both in 1944, so in the time frame, roughly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I didn't do any of those either. You didn't do anything. And there's a man killed near Kerr, Arkansas. And he's like, no, I don't know anything about that. Uh, but he also, he's like, he brags at some point. He's like, I could have killed this guy in Little Rock, but I didn't. Like, okay. Yeah, cool. Cool story, You probably bro. could have. Anybody can murder anybody. Yeah, anybody can do it. You just It's point and click interface. It's a gun. What are you talking about? Cool story, bro. Um, they also asked him about his brother, Gilmore, who uh, disappeared. Um, oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know what happened to him. He ran off and probably got killed by somebody else. I'm like, all right, great. D- is that true? We we have no idea what happened to Gilmore. Okay, he's just we gone. never found out. Okay, okay. Um, 
so later on, Red says that he part of the reason he killed Faye was that uh, other than her giving him too much lip or whatever mm-hmm. and spending too much of his money, um, he said that she knew too much because she she went with him on a trip to Oregon when they hitchhiked. So it makes me wonder if he was like robbing people, maybe not necessarily murdering, but definitely robbing people to keep going. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And she was probably just like, oh. You're Fun a bad times. guy. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, I couldn't take a t- chance she would talk. But I was like, why didn't you do it at a different time? I don't know. Whatever. And he also talks about how he had a knack for getting people to trust him because he's just charming, I guess, for mm-hmm. some reason. And uh says it's like, it just it works. I get I can hitchhike easily for some reason. But, you know. But to me, it just seems like she he was mad at her because he, he was a jackass and a bad person mm-hmm. and he murdered her because yeah. of that yeah you know those reasons seem more plausible yeah because if it was like she knew too much it was like leave her in oregon and send that postcard that she actually sent like <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about sorry i got distracted i was reading about the history of my miami oh yeah don't worry about what'd it. you learn anything interesting probably uh, not <laughs> you're so mean i don't know which one the one in florida it'll well, be underwater don't worry about it for real though just wait a while yeah um so, police tried their best to kind of suppress the the claim by Red that there were more killings because they're like, this is going to just draw Make more attention. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a whole thing. And, and they didn't want to, like, potentially have the trials be delayed by trying to sort out more stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know. Uh, but the, the news gets out eventually. So, they have to make a statement. They're like, yeah, he's a real piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, what was this? Okay, here's this quote. It says, uh, we may never be able to connect him to others, but I always will believe he had enough experience in killing that he had about reached the peak of perfection in being a murderer. Yeah. It's a weird way to say it. That's a weird way to say it. I agree. Um, he got to see his father. They hugged and they cried or red cried. Um, you know seems like his dad kind of sucked though too yeah uh, and red's like don't spend any money on the defense pops because uh i'm super guilty <laughs> it'll be a waste of money but like yeah. don't even yeah and like just just pray for me i mean what's it gonna hurt <laughs> what's it gonna hurt if you do right mm-hmm. it's gonna take a few seconds like dear lord d- do what's right i don't know <laughs> dear lord i kill people Lord, my son is a real piece of crap, but so am I. My bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, for real, though. <laughs> he also, Red was like, I am not insane, so take that. You can't get me for being insane. And he was like, I don't, I don't know why I committed these crimes, but I just did. That's the thing I did. I have, a, I have a theory. Yeah? Head injury. Could be. It's always possible. Yep. Um, he talked to a reporter about the Mexicans he murdered in Arizona, supposedly. Mm-hmm. He said he worked on a ranch and he would take them out into the desert and he would kill and rob them. And I can't imagine if they were migrant workers that they would have much, much money, much money, but also fewer people looking for them, sadly. That's true. And a lot of them would like, they would either get deported. So nobody would be like. Oh, what happened to him? Probably got deported. I don't know. Right. Or they would just go back home anyway on their own. Like, I made some money up in the States. Come back home with some money. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, like, they would just disappear anyway, seemingly. So, just like, oh, 
guess he just went back home. I don't know. Anyway, like people would just go missing and it's like, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Right. And he says he didn't remember any of their names, but he also didn't know any of the names of the other people he killed yeah. other than Faye. So it's like... He didn't know any of them? No. Hmm. He, I mean, I guess... I mean, there might have been like a conversation when he's riding with him. Hi, I'm Hey, name's E.C. Adams. And he's like, my name's G. Willikers Sanders. By golly. Like, okay. Like, the, he doesn't care. Um, he says that during his first marriage, the one to Walsey, which is a name that might be pronounced right. Who's to say? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> he says that he stopped killing people during that time. But then also it's like, what about all the times you just left for... For months right. at a time. What were like, you doing? Yeah. I don't believe you, sir. Maybe he was just robbing. I don't know. Just robbing. <laughs> that, yeah. You, robbing's just fine. Ever yeah. heard of Robin Hood? People love that guy. Ever ever Except seen... he stole and gave to himself. Yeah. Some, you know, if I were to, like, steal from the rich and give to the poor, guess who's the poor? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh he said the first time he murdered anybody after the marriage was back in December. He killed a man in San Marcos, Texas. It says he beat him and robbed him. God. Um, but they never try him for any of these other supposed murders because they don't find much, really. Um, they they have him. Uh, there's like a debate of like where they should try him because he's done this in like multiple counties and all that. And they decided to give Pulaski County the first crack at him because Faye is the one that they have the most like on mm-hmm, him for. Mm-hmm. And they can get him. They can yeah. really get him. Uh, th- so that's like the strongest case. So we'll do that one first. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, we might cover it sometime, but there's like a, 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 uh, a case where somebody committed murders in like South Carolina and Arkansas. And they're like, well, South Carolina currently doesn't have the death penalty. Arkansas does. Let's do Arkansas. Gotcha. <laughs> That's where we're going to do the first trial. Gotcha. One of those things. Uh, so, uh, they they felt like the case against him was the strongest. And they're like, and if it gets a death sentence, don't got to worry about the other ones. Right. We did it. Right. Moving on. Uh, he is officially charged with her murder on March 26th of 1945. Transferred to the Tucker State Prison Farm. And he was there for one day before the judge ordered that he go a 30-day mental observation at the state hospital for nervous diseases, a.k.a. the Arkansas State Hospital. Mm-hmm. That's, where they, that's what it's called now. The equivalent, anyway. I don't think it's the same building. Mm-hmm. Um, this was requested by Red's attorney to because Red's attorney wanted to do the insanity plea. And Red's like, I don't want to do that, though. I'm like, just do the thing. Just, It'll be fine. Just a part of your defense. Just do it, man. And he was supposed to stay there for 30 days. And uh, the hospital people were like, we can't keep him, though. Our facilities are not adequate for keeping criminals because somebody else had escaped recently and gone and murdered somebody in Texarkana. So, again, we can't do this. You're going to have to do something else. So what they did was just they'd bring him by in the day and a state trooper would stay with him and then take him back to jail at night. They just did that over and over again. Wow. And... uh, the hospital was like, we'll, we'll have the evaluation done within the 30 days so that we can make sure we're not wasting police resources on this. Mm-hmm. The evaluation was done in 20 days. Okay. And they're like, yeah, he's sane and suffers no psychosis. Uh, he's sane, but that doesn't make him good or also just a total psychopath. All he has to do is know the difference between right and wrong, pretty much. Yep. Like, 
I mean, there's anybody who's going to be a serial killer. There's clearly some something's wrong with them, but we're not going to just stick them in Arkham Asylum and let them escape like on Batman. Mm-hmm. We're going to put them in real jail and possibly a real electric chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, his only visitors before his trial begins are his dad and his attorney. And his attorney finally gets uh, read to agree to try and do the insanity plea. So not guilty by reason of insanity. But, but he was he was showed sane. He was showed sane, and he also was like, "I'm not going to do that." And I guess his attorney's like, "Come on, man, can can you just though? Just do would it. you just do it? Just do it." And he's like, "Fine." Um, so Red then changes his tune, says he was coerced into confessing to the crimes, and uh, yeah, so they're going to do that. Uh, the jury is going to be sequestered. As you'd imagine, it's a big media trial. Mm-hmm. Got to gotta do that. Um, the book describes the defense attorney's opening argument as being just as numerous as they were pointless. <laughs> and it seems like this defense attorney was a real piece of work. Um, like, there's, there's a lot of uh, very repetitive stuff in there because he's just, like, asking the same monotonous questions over and over again. The judge is like, move on. Keep, keep going, keep, man. Keep go- keep move going. along. We've already been over this. What are you doing? Move along. Move a dog, little longy. Uh, but they, they tried to claim that Red was abused by the officers. Uh, the cl- part of the claim is that he was drug around on by handcuffs. They, they dragged him around. Uh, but well, in his testimony... you got to get up and use your legs, buddy. Yeah. They don't want us to drag you around. Well, that's the thing. In his testimony, he was like, well, I wasn't really dragged. It was just I was handcuffed to the officers, and they kept walking. They were kind of walking briskly, so I had to keep up, or else I would have been dragged. <laughs> like, okay, cool. What an idiot! Uh, yeah, and the officers are like we didn't he, we didn't do that. We didn't kick him or mistreat him or anything. Um, and the prosecution was instructed not to bring up any of the confessions from the other murders because they were not material to this specific case. That's a thing in courts. Yes, but I don't like that one in particular because mm. the, all of his murders that he did are pretty important. Yes, but you're you're trying him for this murder not for all murders at once you you, you get it right yeah i guess so. like that's that's what you gotta do uh yeah so again he's only on trial trial for phase murder so mm-hmm. whole thing okay uh they they tried to get the confessions thrown out and the judge is like no they're still in yeah there was uh so much attention on this trial that the courtroom was filled to capacity to the point that people could not find seats. Wow. They were just standing. And then the judge is like, y'all stand and need to leave, though. This is too much. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> There's a part in there where um, Red's landlord, from when he was living with Faye at that apartment, uh, when she disappeared, he told the landlord that she had gone east, which is very different, if you'll recall, from the previous episode where he told everybody else that she had gone west to California. <laughs> rule number one you have to pick a story and stick to it no matter what see that's also the i mean it's like the whatever the quote is if you tell the truth you don't have to remember anything which is not totally accurate but you know mostly accurate it's accurate enough it's more accurate than the lie yes so you know uh red's attorney he petitioned the judge for a directed verdict of acquittal claiming that not enough evidence was, was provided that faye was even dead we don't even know if this is her that we found with the red dress that's very distinctive and the shoes that are distinctive and the brown hair that's just like hers and the jawbone that has the same uh, tooth abnormality as she had. 
And the fact we don't that, even know. And the fact that it was like, I dumped her right here. And oh my gosh, look, there's a body. Yeah, but they're saying those confessions aren't real. Or at least the defense is, you know? Boo. Um, anyway, the Boo. judge is like, no, what? That's denied. Get, get on. With, Go for him. What, what are you even doing? Don't be an idiot. You're a lawyer. Jeez. This lawyer did not sound like he was very good. Or at the very least, he was given an impossible case and he just had to like throw everything. He was just BSing it, man. He was throwing every dart at every wall possible. He was like, we're just going to like something's bound to stick. I mean, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. There you go. Uh, and a lot of the defense's case for insanity hinged on Red's family history of mental issues because his mother, mm-hmm. as you recall, was mm-hmm. inbred. Uh, and like everybody else in her family, all of her siblings were all um, mentally <laughs> yeah, handicapped yeah. in some fashion. And he had a sister that was mentally handicapped. And so they're like, clearly. Because of, all because of the inbreeding, they think? Well, at least maybe his sister? Potentially. I'm sure his aunts and uncles, I guess. But all, Yeah. Like I said, all of his like mom's siblings were all messed up. Like, she was the only normal one, as far as I could tell. Normal. As, yeah, as normal as possible. Uh, there's also a part where a man from Conway came forward and said that he saw two men drive uh, when fighting when he was driving, <laughs> and he slowed the car to stop to, to see what was happening, and his wife was like... Go, 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 go. She's she like, keep going. It's probably just some drunks. Who cares? Whatever. Dang. And as they drove on, they saw that same car pass them on the highway. Oh, my speeding gosh. Speeding by. And they only saw one man in that car. And so you'll recall. And they didn't go back and check on the other dude. Well, no. And they wouldn't have found him. He was in the back of that car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they wouldn't have found him. Trial comes to a conclusion. The jury deliberates for 40 minutes before returning a verdict. That's not that long. Nope. That is like... that. That's like, hey, we all agree, we're gonna, right? We're going to all take a bathroom break. We'll be yeah. right back. That that's like, hey, we all agree, right? Yes, cool. Let's uh, bathroom break. Let's have some snacks first, and we'll go back. We'll pretend for a little bit, and then we'll go back in. Exactly. It's like I, I need a drink real quick, and then we'll go. Everybody, grab your <laughs> snack, get some lemonade, and then we'll go back in. Yeah. Uh, so they say guilty with no recommendation of clemency. Good. On May fourteenth, nineteen forty-five, Red is sentenced to die in the electric chair. The date of his death is set to be June 29th. But, of course, it's delayed because of appeals. Of course. Every time. Yes. Other than, like, Ronald Gene Simmons. Yes. Uh, the verdict was upheld. They said, get this out of here. Do it. New, ex- date, new execution date is set for January 4th, 1946. And uh, while on death row, Red Hall, he's, he's, he's got more of his uh, BS to throw out there. He's like... Actually, it was two other people that committed the hitchhike murders, oh, and I was just covering mm-hmm, for them because they're mm-hmm, my buddies. Yeah. And I thought they would come and save me, but they didn't. Yeah, okay. And nobody believed him, and he didn't say anything else about it because it's like, oh, I'm not getting the attention I wanted. This the story didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. No. Uh, for his final meal, he asked <gasps> for fresh you know, like strawberries, it. but there oh. weren't any fresh available, so they gave him strawberry ice cream instead, mm. and steak and pork chops. Uh, attendance to his execution. Wait, that's it? Yeah. Oh, that was kind of lame. Sorry. It's not like... Um, it's not your fault. It's his fault. It's not like the mad dog guy who was like, I'm going to take the state for all it's worth and <laughs> get everything. <laughs> yeah. 
attendance is limited to his execution uh-huh. to 64 people, which That's seems like a lot. A lot. A lot of people. Is that like press included in that number? Yes. Okay. It, it's mostly made up of police and uh, reporters uh-huh. and the like. Uh, there, there were at least 15 people who had to be turned away. Like, go, go away. That's not too bad. At 7.15 a.m., they flipped the switch on old Sparky. And he is pronounced dead seven minutes later. And he is buried at Marcus Hill Cemetery in Enola, Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. I know somebody from there. Yes. We <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, we did. He, uh, there's a picture of his gravestone in the book. Also, his death mask, which is a weird thing. Ooh, wow. That is odd. Yeah. Where is it Where is it at? Where's his death mask at? Oh, it says in the book. I don't remember. But it, it, they stopped making them in like the 60s. But it's it's kept in a museum or an archive somewhere? It was. It's at the old state house. Oh, okay. Somewhere. Okay. I don't know if it's on display because I was there not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's on display necessarily, but it's there somewhere. Maybe just in their archives. Very interesting. Huh. Yeah. His funeral was attended by about 30 to 40 people. Not a lot of people. They, probably just family and stuff. I mean, that's a low number. So it's probably just family mm-hmm. for the most part. Um. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's weird that this is not more well known because of what a big weird crazy deal it is. I think part of it is, uh, in the book talks about this a little bit about how, how, unknown this is this story. Yes, I've never heard of it because it's like, and part of it's probably because like World War Two was happening during all of this, so that was probably overshadowing it a bit. It's true. Uh, it's before TV really mm-hmm. took off. 24-hour uh, media was not a thing. Yeah, there's no... Um, there wasn't the fascination with true crime in the way it is now, especially. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, just a big thank you to Jane Nesbitt-Jones because she literally wrote the book on this. Yes. The only book there is, yes. as far as I know. She writes some good stuff. Again, she's with AY Magazine or has done many articles that we have gotten information from for, through AY Magazine. She's very good, very thorough, so... Yes, thank you. Yeah, th- this this has been on the list since around the time we started the show, mm-hmm. but there was so little information, it wasn't worth doing, but it, it was weird because it was like, there was a hitchhiker killing people in Arkansas, he killed at least four people, seems like there should be something about this, right. and there wasn't, and then one day I was looking through again, and it's like, there's a book coming out in March of whenever it was. This year. It was this year, I think, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right. And then you found it. Put a pin in that. Just wait for that book. And then right. who knew that it would lead to a two-parter? The first ever. And there's so much more in the book that I've left out. There are there's uh, stories of other murders that maybe he did, mm-hmm. He, but he's like, you know, he never said he did them. Right. So there's, there's interesting stuff there. Um, what else about this? But yeah, it's a... Uh, it's it's one that I'm I'm just surprised there wasn't much on. Yeah, no kidding. I yeah. rented it from the library, so get it from your library, and then I bought a copy myself. Oh, figured you did. I should have one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, it was, but the library copy lets me read it on my iPad, which mm-hmm. I can set up on a stand, and it's easier to like look at that and then type at the same time than using a book. Yes, very much so. So that that's why I made sure to keep my library copy. Also, shout out to whoever got the the. Uh, the next loan, I I returned it early recently, and it said one person was waiting. So, oh, shout out to you, whoever you is. That one person who was waiting. Yeah, huh. you didn't have to wait long because uh, again, returned it early. Look at you. You're all welcome. Uh, that one wasn't as long, I don't think, but yeah, there we go. Wow. 
Thank you, Andrew. Good story. Thank you. Thank you for how thorough it was. Thank you, Janie Nesbitt Jones. Without you, this episode literally doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You did all the work. I think I mentioned this last episode, but like when I was looking through this again, just see if there's any other internet articles or whatever. Nothing. And it was like an AY article. I was like, oh, let's look at that. Oh, it's an excerpt from the book. Never mind. Oh, it's Janie Jones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Literally, literally just an excerpt from the book. That's fine. We'll move <laughs> on then. I'll just keep this iPad open instead. Well, very cool. Thank you for that andrew oh, very interesting it was my pleasure um now i guess uh let's see what what you what you what you've been doing what you talking about what you what you watching what you looking at yeah that's the one first of all how many star wars is one you nailed it i watched lego star wars terrifying tales i love lego stuff it's so funny yeah it's very silly it's i'm probably outside the age range to really appreciate it and how silly it is i, like I don't it, i don't think it it doesn't have the crossover appeal like the Lego movie had, I don't uh, think. Okay, I think okay. this is very much in the wheelhouse of this is for children. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, the story of this one is uh, it's after the end of the sequel trilogy, so after the First Order's been beaten, because Poe Dameron is in this, and um, there's a there's a Hut character. I don't know. I don't remember his first name. Jabba. It's not Jabba because he's been dead for thirty years by yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I'm turning uh, Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar into a hotel. And then they have like stories about some of the artifacts in there. And they're they're spooky, but like, you know, <laughs> that's, whatever. That's it's Lego. silly. That's it is silly. very silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I watched that. It's fine. Hmm. Uh, I finished Adventure Time. Good for you. I uh, It's really good. Yes. I haven't watched the, the HBO specials, the Distant Land series. I believe it's four episodes and they're all an hour long. That's pretty lengthy. They're all an hour long. I think it's four episodes. I don't remember. Hmm. That concluded like in September, so not long ago. Wow. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, I'm going to watch those first. I think you're a more devoted fan than I am because I haven't seen the very ends of Adventure Time before the HBO stuff. So I'm not even finished with it. Wait, you haven't finished the series at all? Not to the very end. That blows my mind. That you, was a foot on a chair. You were, a you're like the one who's always... You've been yelling at me about Adventure Time for literally years. I know. I know. I know. I think one of those specials is mostly about BMO, so maybe be careful. I don't <laughs> I like... I haven't watched I it, though. I don't like BMO. But yeah, BMO's all right. You're just a hater. Again, we've discussed this. I don't you were like, like BMO. BMO's the worst. You're wrong. It's Lemon Grab. Oh, um, Lemon Grab. Yeah. Though there is a part that's pretty funny in the last episode with Lemon Grab where... Um, don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you too much, but it's very funny. They're getting ready for... I don't know how... I might have seen it. I don't know. I'm trying to... It's been a long time. Have you seen when, like, Bubblegum is fighting with her uncle? Yes. Okay. Did you ever see, like, the final episode of that? I think so. Okay. Well, that's that's the end of the show. Oh, then I think I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, without spoiling too much, but there's a part where they're getting ready to go to this war with... Princess Bubblegum versus her uncle, aunt, and cousin, which she all, which she created, so she's really like the mother of all of them. Yeah, it's weird. yeah, that is weird. Uh, and uh, to to show their power, they like throw out a lemon, and then this big robot shoots the lemon, and you see Lemon Grab just kind of nonchalantly pull out a note, write in it, hands it to Princess Bubblegum, and just says, "Unmake me." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> which i think is very funny that's the funniest Let's thing lemon grab ever did lemon grab is such a sad character oh he's he's exhausting though um uh-huh. but yeah uh what else, what have you got well i've already discussed some of this with you 
House of the Dragon. Did we talk about that? What is that? I've heard of that. It's the new Game of oh, Thrones Game show. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Ugh. How dare you? Oh, oh yeah. Let me just go find all the people who still love Game of Thrones. I still love Game of Thrones. No, you don't. Minus the last episode. You know what? I can. It's whatever. I'm. I'm disappointed, but it's fine. It was a conclusion. Whatever. <laughs> it was a conclusion. What a what a sell that is. But. This is like the precursor, which a bunch of the stories have already alluded to a bunch of the stuff. So yeah. hopefully it can be built a little it's, better. It's about the people like the Daenerys, is that yeah, her the, name? Mm-mm. Well, yeah, her Isn't family. That the dragon? Her family. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, Dune comes out next week. Excited about that Let's one. Let's all watch the original. <laughs> you know, I used to watch. The only reason why I know about Dune is because I watched it a lot when I was a kid. It was a it was a favorite of my dad's we watched it multiple times it's very bad and very different from the books though so i I wouldn't know it is weird and i remember thinking that as a kid i was like i don't get it but i'm still watching it it was a big sandworm thing um let's see uh shout out to andrew this guy right here watching my house this weekend and my dogs i sure did they were good boys i broke your tv but then you fixed it. Yeah, it wasn't actually broken. It just had to be unplugged. That's it was right. fine. I did you know. try turning it off and back on again? It was basically that. Yeah. I did do that first. I turned it off and then it wouldn't turn back on. Oh, no. <laughs> then I had to unplug it and then it turned back and on. And then it turned back on. Before I plugged it in though. That's weird. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> There's the spooky story. There it is. Um, also went to the Scottish Festival, the Lion College Scottish Festival last weekend with my niece and nephew. Um. It got really hot, I think unseasonably so. Um, I got fried. Nobody else did. Nobody else I was with got even remotely sunburned. I got fried. What's up with that? Still say there's something wrong with you. There must be. Literally, there must be. Anyway, um, so of course I loved it. Bagpipes and kilts and tartan and, and Highland Games. I mean, it's just right up my freaking alley. And the kids... Not so much. Would you expect that from a seven and a four-year-old? They don't like a bunch of weird crap that isn't Fortnite or whatever. Exactly. They don't. It doesn't involve an iPad, and they don't. They they got a they got cranky real fast. <laughs> you sound like such a boomer. These kids and their iPads. But honestly, <laughs> Fortnite and around. Shoot. But Hallie kept saying, "Can we go back and play um, Minecraft Dungeon?" And she, she kept asking, "Can we? I want to play Minecraft Dungeon." We're like. No, we're here. We're doing this. You'll look back on this and thank us, okay? But I was really disappointed. It wasn't like years past. There wasn't as many vendors. It it was kind of oddly late. It wasn't like the last times I went. But they're like I let the kids pick out a gift. We go somewhere cool like that. I'll get them a little trinket, a little something. Not not like a toy, but like something that they can remember the event by that they can keep reusing. So. I got Hallie. She picked out some earrings that she wanted. And so we got that for Hallie. And then there's a vendor that's normally there. And he's a guy that makes toy like wooden shields and wooden swords for kids there. And he'll paint them and and decorate them. Anyways, it's real fun. And it's a real popular thing. That guy wasn't there this year. A lot of the vendors weren't there this year. So I was like, well, we'll go back to the chick that we uh, bought the earrings from because it was one of like three vendors that actually sold anything like trinkets or anything. It wasn't very many. Anyway, and so I was like, okay, Tristan, well, do you want a pretty rock? Because she sold crystals. And I was like, I don't know what else to get this kid. And his sister got earrings. So I was like, Tristan, do you want you want a pretty rock? He was like, yeah. 
And so I was like, okay, you can pick one out. Just you can pick one out. Sissy got to pick hers. You get to pick one. And he picked up the crystal and it was shaped like a green leaf. Oh. (laughs) Of the pot variety. Okay. And I was like, that's the one you want? And he's like, it's a leaf, KK. It's a leaf. And I was like, it sure is, baby. He has no idea. He has, he's a kid. He has, to him, it is a pretty green stone leaf. And I was like, yeah, you get stoned. Stop. He is a child. But anyways, I was like, well, okay. I'm just trying to support his interests. He Listen, all he saw was a green leaf and it was a rock and it was cool because the rock was shaped like a leaf. And so I let him get it. I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but I kind of realized that more after the fact, I was like, I think this is a pot leaf. But, you know, I was like, he doesn't know. It doesn't matter. Kid thinks it's a cool rock. Yeah, he'll learn one day, maybe <laughs> if it's might. still around when yeah. he's old enough. He'll be like, "Kk, did you did you buy this for me when I was a kid?" I was like, "Yeah, you had no idea. It's fine. It's fine." He's like, "Now I'm enamored with this. And now, this is all I'm about. Now I love pot. this. Is my whole thing. <laughs> no. This is my personality now." Oh man. Um. So it was. Um. That was fun. That's what's going on. Uh, started a new audiobook. Is it about the Holocaust again? No, less depressing. Um, it's Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. Okay, heard of him, yeah. Yeah, um, so far it's pretty good. It's, it's kind of like other other world magic kind of, you know, stuff. Stuff that Neil Gaiman does, like? Yeah. Because he did Sandman. Yes, 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 yes. Which, which I know I, you liked. I, li- I did like Sandman. Sandman was, I, have, I think there's a second one now, but I haven't listened to it. It's A like second a, Sandman? Yeah, like oh, that's story recording. Um, and I think they're making a show about it. They are. I've watched the trailer. Oh. So, it's happening. Cool. And It'll I be might, good. I need to read that comic. Yeah. I've never actually read it, but it's on Comixology, so I might do that. Oh, my gosh. It better be pretty cool. Um, What else you got? I watched What We Do in the Shadows, the yes. TV show. Yes. How I already watched the movie. So yeah, yeah. Did that. I think we talked about that last episode. Yes, I think so. Uh, It's pretty good. It's on... Uh, it airs on FX... Yes. It is available on Hulu. Hulu. There's uh, three seasons. They're still in the third season. Each season is only like, it's only 10 episodes each. So you can really breeze through those. Like I watched the first season in one day, the second season in one day, and then what was available, the third season in one day, which wow. was eight episodes. So there's two more to go. Okay. I haven't released. Um, it stars Matt Berry, who you probably don't, you may not recognize that name, but you've We've talked about him before. And yes. you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yes. He's in IT Crowd, Toast to London, Darth Marenghi's Gar- Dark Place. Yes. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Um, he's very funny. I don't know hardly any of the other people on it. Like uh, the main the character Nandor, who's like the ma- one of the main vampires. I don't know who I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who. Yeah. The girl. Nadja is. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen her in They're anything. They're funny, though. They're, They're funny. very funny. Um, it does have the guy from The Office who is Nate. Yes. He's an energy vampire. Oh. <laughs> so he basically, he just goes to people and like talks their ear off about just the most mundane garbage and then like it drains them and you'll see his eyes glow and they just like all fall asleep or whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of great cameos in that show. Um, who is that lady that I like with the big teeth? Vanessa Bayer. She's in an episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's an emotional vampire. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So they date for a little bit. That's funny. And, um, oh, I guess this takes place in the same universe as the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Because Jemaine Clement, uh, 
Taika Waititi and the other guy that are in the movie, yeah. they show up in an episode. That's amazing. They're part of the Vampiric Council. Yes. Uh, also, there is Tilda Swinton. Yeah, she's a part of it, too. Yeah, and her name is Tilda. Uh, Paul oh, Rubens, funny. who you may know as uh, Pee Wee Herman, oh. he's there. His name is Paul. Danny Trejo, his name is Danny. <laughs> They're That's all just so like fun- their themselves. same names. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, Evan Rachel Wood is there. She's from oh, True Blood. Yeah, yeah. And um, and she's in uh, Westworld. Yeah. And then there's a uh, uh, Wesley Snipes is there on a Skype call, and oh, they're funny. they're all like complaining about him being there in the first place. Yeah. He kills vampires in the Blade Isn't movies. Is he a vampire that kills vampires? Yes. He's okay. a daywalker. So like, there's like a bunch of sun coming through and on his Skype call, like, <laughs> you're like, why is he even here? And like, he's a part of the council. Just that's what it is. <laughs> that's funny. Um. Trying to think, there's, any, there's definitely other cameos. Jermaine shows up in two episodes. He shows up like in another one later, and I, I think Jermaine and so Taika Waititi does too. So good. And Kristen Shaw's in it, of course. That same episode, that's the one with Chris, uh, all of the Vampiric Council. Mm-hmm. Kristen Shaw's in it, and also Dave Bautista's in it. Dave Bautista, yeah, he's just like a random character. I was like, is that him? Well, oh, it's because right. it's. I bet Taika got him in there from from all the from all the Avenger stuff, yeah. Marvel stuff. Yeah. It could be, yeah. But yeah, that show's really good. Check it out. Uh, I need to watch it. I love the movie. Yeah, the show's the show's pretty good. Uh, I've been playing Metroid Dread. What's that? It is a Metroid game. What you do? Uh, Metroid games are two D platformers, and you explore a bunch and you shoot stuff. Oh, you should play it. It's, you lost me. It's oh oh yeah, two D platformers. Who who likes those? Only like the you know, have Minecraft. you heard of Mario? Yeah, no, maybe. 2D is like side-scrolling, Caitlin. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Minecraft is not a 2D side-scroller. Like, what oh, are you I talking see. about? Oh, okay, I see. I thought you meant two-dimensional versus like, versus like. 3D is like that Zelda game you yeah, played, yeah, yeah, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah, That's yeah. 3D. Okay, okay. 2D is like old Mario. Okay. Like the. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The assets are paper, 3D. Like paper, kind of. Well, even like Super Mario Brothers 1, Super Mario Brothers 2, yeah. Super Mario World, whatever. But like. So basically, it's, it's you're running on a 2D plane, though. Like the graphics are 3D. Yeah, I know. Um, I know what you're saying. That game's real good. It controls really well. That's the best part. Um, like that. That's what I want in games. I want them to control well. Yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah. Like you look for that. Uh, what was it? Fall Guys. You're like, you play Fall Guys? And I was like, I tried to. It sucked. It controls terribly. I hate it. Yes. Sports games all control terribly. I hate them. Yeah. Um, Glitchy. They're just. Well, it's, like, it's like okay i want to move here if you play say metroid dread you hit left you go left instant and it's like it feels crisp and great you hit jump you jump you can wall jump real easy it's really mm-hmm. really nice great movement you play something like fall guys and they're like these wibbly wobbly jelly bean men and they <laughs> don't move right and it sucks and i hate it um metroid dread's pretty good the only thing i don't like is there's this zone called the emmy zone e-m-m-i i don't remember what that stands for mm-hmm. don't worry about it okay so these unkillable robots Ugh. you go into that zone you just have to run and the running's pretty good it controls really well but if you get caught it's like a 90 percent chance that you're gonna die because you have like a chance to counter it but timing is weird that's the only part i don't like but it's a relatively small part of the game but like metroid games they're they're built to where it's like you get a power up and now suddenly you can go to this new area or like you get a power up and it's like, I've been here, but now I can get to a different part of that area. Mm-mm. So like one of the main lessons I would teach you if you ever played a Metroid game or Metroid like game is if you hit a wall and you're like, I don't know what to do. What do I do here? 
The answer is you need a different thing. So just go somewhere else for a while. That's almost like the Lego games because like you can play like thinking about like Lego Harry Potter, you go through and you play as basically one or two characters and you initially start with like Harry and I don't know, Hermione or something. I don't remember, but every person has a different skill set that they can use. And so like you can be playing through the levels initially and there's different things you can see that you look like you're supposed to be able to interact with, but you can't It's because you don't have that special power. Yeah. And then you go back and exactly. play it with all, when you get all these care, unlock all these characters with these different abilities and then you go back and play it. That's like the toughest thing to like, it's one of the best it's hard, lessons it's hard you to can learn, it. but yeah, it's like, is there a way for me to do this? And the mm-hmm. answer is no. Yeah. There actually is no way you can do this. No. You need to go to a different part of the map. The map is really good. Mm-hmm. It shows you where you've been and it shows you like all that stuff. And it's like, if here's, here's my hot tip. If you look at a door on the map and it has a question mark or something, mm-hmm. it means you can't do anything. Just leave. If it says phase beam, go there and shoot the phase beam at it. You're good. Okay. But before you have the phase beam, it's just going to be question marks. That means you can't do nothing. Just, Don't even worry just about leave it. it. Just leave it. Exactly. It's a hard thing to like put away for a bit. Takes takes some learning to do. Uh, the game's like pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I beat it, but I've seen a lot of people complaining about it being hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would say is it is uh, for the bosses. It is all pattern recognition and execution. And the the one thing that they do weird in Metroid for controls is the double jump. It's not like tap tap like whenever you you can double jump and actually you can like infinite jump. But you have to time it a certain way. Well, that's so, annoying. Yeah, but it is an infinite jump, which is pretty good. I guess so, yeah. But you just have to like get that timing wait, you have to, execution. Like, jump. Wait a second. Jump. Wait yeah, you have second. to wait jump. until like essentially when she's doing her spin as she's starting just starting to descend, that's mm-hmm. when you do the that's when the jump is available. You can't do it like while you're ascending and stuff. Weird. But it takes a little getting used to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like every boss fight, it is um it took me a long time to get through a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But it, it does put you like right by the boss fight after you die instead of going to your save point, wherever that might be, That's which is nice. helpful. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's pattern recognition execution. You have to learn the pattern. Just like you're, the Lego games. You're going to die a bunch. But once you figure it out and execute properly, like I went, there was never a boss fight where it was close. It wasn't like, oh, I got so close to winning that one. It was either I got the crap kicked out of me or I won so hard I may as well have not gotten hit. Yeah. Because it was like, I got this down. I'm going and going. Yeah. So it can't be that hard. I beat it. So you you're know. good. You're good at games though. You're good at that. I, there's all these games out there. They're like, this is the hard. These are the hard games. Like the demon souls games. I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, thanks. Yeah. But this game I played through it. It can't be that hard. Okay. There's a hard mode I unlocked after beating it. So you're going to go back and do it. No, I'm doing normal mode again to see if I can get a better time. Gotcha. I, it took me like 12 hours. Which and I only got like sixty percent items when I was seeing people online getting like hundred percent items ten hours I'm like well I suck well something I didn't do right yeah I just took well there were some parts where I got lost and didn't know what I was doing mm. is you know that game's pretty good check it out also been playing Resident Evil two still yeah. going very slowly because it's exhausting for me to uh, do okay <laughs> it's also scary yeah yeah it also has um a lot of Metroid type stuff where it's like. Here's the key that is shaped like a shamrock. I bet you're going to find a key that's shamrock shaped and you're going to put it in that keyhole and then you'll get through that door finally. Yeah. But yeah. So that's all I got. Um, I have one last thing to talk about and you know what it is. Uh, I don't. 
Oh, we but I probably about will it. when you say it. You, are we talking I'll about, go. Oh, right. Yeah, we talked about right before him. Um, I'm obsessed with the show Bluey. Oh, this thing. This thing. It means a lot to me. It's very near and dear to my heart now. It wasn't before last week, but it is now. Bluey is as a guy on TikTok that I follow describes it. It is a, a parenting show that children happen to like. It's a kid. I mean, it's like a kid show. But it's very much has like good lessons for parents about how to deal with certain situations and how to be kind to your kids and not treat them. I mean, treat them the way you want to be treated, you know, and not getting frustrated. Anyways, it's a beautiful show. Don't treat your kids like the Reverend did to his son, Red Hall, who grew up to be a serial killer. That is correct. And... It's about, they're Australian, and I love that. And it's little kids with Australian accents, and it's so cute. But the dad is named Bandit, the mom is Chili, and then the, there's two sisters, Bingo and Bluey. Well, if Chili is there, then where's T-Boz and Lefty? I don't... TLC. Oh. The okay. band. Nope, that's... Or whatever. That's... Nope. There's T-Boz, Lefty, and Chili. Well, yeah. okay, but that's not this. That's so not T-Boz this. and Lefty are not there. No. Chili just left them behind. Yep pretty messed up chili's in australia and she's australian and she's a, a sheepdog now um but um anyways it's so sweet it's so good like there was the okay i'll tell you about that i didn't tell you about this the episode that i cried on it was one where bluey goes camping with her family and she meets a friend and he he only he speaks french um and he he's camping with his family as well so they end up becoming friends even though there's a like a language barrier they end up becoming friends and they play together and then all of a sudden one day jean-luc her friend isn't there to play anymore and bluey's very very sad about it and so she goes she's talking to her mom at late at night she just they're they're out camping she's talking she said mom why didn't why did jean-luc have to go away she said, well, sometimes people come into our lives for a short time and, you know, we have a wonderful time with them and we have something beautiful with them and then they have to leave and it's sad and Bluey's upset and she's like, but we can think back about the good times and remember the good times, even though it's sad that they left. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, just like sitting on the couch, just like that's really that's really true chili you're so right and i was like crying i mean i was crying i was like why am i crying at this show but it was really beautiful i mean hard lessons and explains it in a really sweet way and it's a way for parents it gives them a kind of like a map of kind of like how to explain tough things to kids um there's one i haven't seen it but i know there's an episode kind of about divorce where they touch on divorce because that's a hard one for kids um that i told you about there's a moment in one of the episodes where oh yeah this part's real messed up no it's not it's it is sad but that's why it's called a parenting show that kids happen to like but bingo and bluey are um, bingo and bluey are putting on a little play for their mom for their mom and dad and they imagine it's the play of like how their mom and dad dad met and loved each other and everything and then bingo has i don't know one of them has a balloon up their shirt and they're like and then mom and dad fell in love and then mommy got pregnant and then the balloon pops and like it's a blue balloon you can see it fall to the floor and then bandit the dad reaches over it's very subtle bandit the dad reaches over to the mom and grabs her hand it's like indicating that that band that um that uh chili had a miscarriage and it's like a kid is not gonna pick up on that at all but I don't know. It's it's just such a good show. It's so sweet. It's so precious. And those two episodes I cried on. 
but I tweeted about it. The exciting part is I tweeted about it and Bluey, the TV show, the official account liked my tweet. And I was like, ah, oh my gosh. It was so exciting. That's way better than when I tweeted about Texas A&M being bad at football and some two MAGA people were like liking my tweet. I'm like, who are these people? Why Get out of here. Blocking you. I, I just muted them, which is. Yeah. They didn't say anything to me, but you know, who cares? Just, yeah. You don't, you don't want them to come back around. That's, or at least if they do, I don't see it. That's how muting works. Oh, okay. Okay. That's my general theory on when I see people who annoy me on Twitter or if they come at me with something dumb. I just mute them. Yeah. So if they want to say anything else, they can. I won't see it. see it. Yeah. They're just shouting into the void, basically. Because, <laughs> well, especially because there are a lot of people, like, when you block them on Twitter, they see that as like, Haha, I was too real for you, bud. You couldn't handle how how raw my takes were. Yeah. It's like, Shut no, up. it's just like, you suck. I don't want to hear you. You're done. Or like, some people you see get blocked, and it's like, they tweeted at somebody like a hundred times in a day, like an insane person. And it's like, That's I can't believe they blocked me. It's like, you're kind of a psychopath. You're being a psychopath. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I usually just mute people. Yeah. Don't. Well, but, but not that this comes up very often for me. No, It's, no, it's no, happened no. like twice. But it was, I was very happy. I said my tweet was kept my niece and nephew this weekend and watched uh, official blue TV with them. Never have I cried at a children's show, but I did twice in one sitting. I'm in love with this show. And they liked a tweet. And now I'm so happy. It's almost exciting as when HLN liked one of our... Uh, one of our uh, Paint the Town Dead tweets or something. And then and then that one guy, that one wrestle reporter. Chris Van Vliet. He doesn't just do wrestling, but it is a thing he has done. He's even wrestled, like, wrestled, yeah. wrestled, like, on the indies back he, in the day. He, like, tweeted back about us or something. Yeah, he followed us, and Caitlin was like, who is this Chris Van like, Villet? That's how you spelled it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Until I was, like, thinking for a minute. I was like, did she even spell is it? Chris, it's Chris Van Vliet. I know who that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fun. He, uh, yeah, I, w- I was I, like, there's somebody with an official logo by their name and they're following us. Who is it? And they had like thousands upon thousands of followers. Yes. And I was like, I don't know who this man is. Andrew's like, don't worry, I got it covered. That's right. <laughs> and I made a tweet about it and he put a smiley face. Reply. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Re-retweet. Or, Woo, or fame. An, or an intern did. I don't know who does it. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. probably busy. It's fine. Anyways, that's all I got this week, I think. I think that's good enough for me. Okay. Um, yeah. You got any spooky su- suggestions? I didn't watch anything spooky other than like that Star Wars thing that's not spooky. Just Midnight Mass. It was, you gotta yeah, watch it. I need to watch that. I've and, heard some more people recommend and, it. And then just as always, um, Haunting of Hill House literally talked about it this weekend when I was at the cabin with some folks talking about how good it was. We watched Hocus Pocus and Nightmare for Christmas. So that was good. Okay. That's it. I really don't have any spookies. Yeah. I don't know what to suggest. Uh, Treehouse of Horror. They probably put that playlist back on Disney Plus again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one that I suggested and uh-huh. they put it. And they did. Because. should have um, trademarked it, man. Yeah. Disney listens to the podcast, I guess. Disney. They stole my idea. Oh, my gosh. Disney, you should have said something. That's right. You should have asked me about Star Wars stuff. I would have helped you out so you didn't make Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. Okay. Now we're <laughs> trashing them. <laughs> x They know what they did. X-Nay. They've been trying to fix it. That's why they're making all these other shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Paint the Town Dead. Thank you so much for listening. Like and share uh, wherever. Mm-hmm. Leave reviews. That supposedly helps things. I don't know. Rate five stars if you can. Yeah. Like, share, comment. Unless it's out of 10 stars, then give us 10. Then 10, yes. Yes, I, please. I, I don't know what all the rating systems on every podcast platform is. 
give us the best one. Please. This is a five-star show. Just like Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, is a five-star machine. He's a wrestler. He had a match with Manure Suzuki, and it was the freaking best. Manure? Minuru. Oh, okay. He's he's like my favorite. When I grow up, I want to be like him. <laughs> okay. Because he just beats up young people. Oh, good. He's like in his 50s. He sounds like a nice man. He's awesome. I love him so much. Okay. Um, he does this great move. Well, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, next time. He does a great forearm move where he just kills people, and it's hilarious. Like, it looked like... He hit Danielson so with it, funny, and it looked like Danielson had like been shot in the head with a gun. He like went down so hard; it was it's awesome, hilarious. Love Suzuki; he's the best. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. Despite oh, oh, this is Paint the Town Dead. Oh yeah, we talk about wrestling sometimes. Yeah, despite what uh, what you just heard, still give us a good review. <laughs> <laughs> Even just be like, you know, sometimes that one guy he's terrible, but. Still. But yeah. And then sometimes that one girl should narrate cat videos, but. <laughs> Which still is a weird comment. I don't know. Comment. I like it. Okay. Um, yeah. We're on Twitter at PTTD pod. Facebook, Paint the Town Dead. Uh, Instagram, Paint the Town Dead. All one word. TikTok is what? PTTD pod? I think so. Who cares? We're still not. Haven't we haven't made done anything on there. Gmail. Uh, email us at uh, PTTD pod at gmail.com. You can tell us everything we did wrong or right or great or bad or whatever you got. If you yeah. have a story and you're like, hey, it reminds me of a thing, you can send it there. That's fine. We'll read it. Yep. We don't get that many emails. Nope. <laughs> so we'll see it. I assure you. And you can message us on any platform. We'll also see it there. Yeah, we've gotten... we More Facebook and, and gotten, stuff messages like that. Yeah, we've gotten several Facebook messages, which we have referenced on the show mm-hmm. at various points because people had more context to provide mm-hmm. that we would not have had otherwise, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. So do that if you have that. Yeah. Um, what else? Is that everything? Did That's, I name all the that things? That is literally everything. You literally got it. Literally everything. Literally. So I guess we'll... Uh, We'll end it. Okay. Guys, have a safe couple of weeks. We'll see you back with another story then. Goodbye. Bye.